Welcome back to the to the show this week. We've got a, a fantastic guest as we continue our New Jersey lefties with draft prospects uh, series. It's Frank Doling this week, uh, Ryder University, after a, a great 2021 season, um, NCAA tournament appearance. Talk a bit about his summer, what he did, uh, where he ended up, um, and uh, and a look ahead to what should be a fantastic 2022 for for Ryder, for the Mac, for New Jersey baseball, and uh, hopefully culminating with a draft announcement in the end of June. But we've got some some time ahead to that. First of all, welcome, Frank, and uh, thank you for coming on this week. Uh, yeah, thanks, Olsh. Uh, definitely thank you for having me. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to be on here and do this. So We, we might sneak in some Jens talk, too. Frank's uh, one of the all-time great Jens. Um, we, we, we dumped him. We got rid of him after 2019 and won a championship <laughs> without him. Um, or, or in spite of that, we still managed to win. But, but certainly uh, somebody who always is going to mean a lot to, to us. Uh, let's, let's start with the end of 2021, you know, rider season, um, ups and downs during the regular season. But, but you guys really picked it up in the end, got to the conference tournament, had a great weekend at home. Uh, not weekend, but uh, first round at home, you pick up the win against uh, Niagara, right? Yep. Um, and then head up, head up to Fairfield, win the championship, and you know take it from there. Your experiences going down to to Ruston for the regionals, what that meant to you, and then the chance to throw against um, probably the biggest school you pitched against at Rockford, being uh, you know Alabama P five SEC school. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know this season was so weird, man, you know, just with like COVID and everything, um, you know, probably in the fall, we had like two shutdowns and this, like in the spring before, you know, the game started, we had another one. So, our, our, you know, we, we didn't know what to expect this year, especially with playing conference only. Um, you know, our goal was just, you know, get through the season without like, you know, any cancellations or anything like that. We, we just wanted to play a full baseball season after getting last year canceled. Um, so, you know, yeah, you know, the regular season, you know, it, it was definitely an inconsistent regular season, to say the least. You know, we had we had some good weekends. We had some bad weekends. And uh, especially going into the tournament, you know, you want to be the hottest um, going into the tournament, playing your best baseball. And we had played a, a weekend series with Sienna uh, about the week before the tournament. And they, they beat us three out of four games and they shut us out three times. So, you know, there was a lot of frustration because of that. Um, so, I mean, just going into the tournament, we had gotten the three seed and, and drew Niagara and I, I don't even know how to explain it, man. I, I, I guess we just, you know, kind of just snapped our fingers and, and just flipped the switch because that weekend, you know, we played some of our best baseball of the year. You know, the bats were as good as they were all year and, uh, we, we beat them pretty handily. So, I mean, after that, we go up to Fairfield in the MAC tournament and, you know, we drew Monmouth and um, against them this year, uh, we split against them. So so we knew that it was going to be a battle, you know, to go either way. You know, we just had a, we just had to play our best baseball and, you know, it was tied late in that game. And we ended up scratching across a couple runs in the eighth uh, to, to take that one away. And then we, Canisius, you know, they just upset Fairfield in the first round, gave them their second loss of the year. So, you know, they were playing with a lot of confidence and, and, um, yeah, I, I ended up throwing that game. It, it was a battle, man. You know, I had to grind my way through six innings, like 120 pitches. And we were down like 2 nothing going into the eighth. 
And Jordan Irby, you know, had a clutch uh, two-run single to tie it up. And then they, they ended up scratching across the run in the ninth. And then, you know, it was like we've been here before, you know, against Monmouth late in the game. Uh, so, yeah, we ended up getting a couple guys on. And then my, my man Johnny Volpe, uh, you know, coming up, pinch hit. Uh, again, it's shout out here. to Coach Davis, push, pushing the right button, putting him up late. And, you know, uh, I remember watching him that at bat, and I, I could just see him, like, smiling, like, during the whole at bat. And I'm like, dude, like, it's – we're, we're two outs away from going in the loser's bracket and you're smiling at the plate. So, I mean, yeah, I, I could just see that confidence in himself and, you know, we had that confidence in him and then, you know, he got that big hit and it was just like pandemonium after that, you know, just running onto the field and, you know, just securing a spot, knowing that whoever has to play us in the championship has to beat us twice. And, um, you know, it, it was crazy like that from that point on, it was, you know, we're going to win this thing. It was just like we felt like we were a team of destiny. And then we ended up, you know, getting Fairfield in the championship. And, and they swept us in the regular season, you know, outscored us like 28 to three in four games. But, I mean, just the way we were playing, it, it just felt like nobody could beat us. And, you know, in the championship game, uh, Joe Papio threw, threw a great five innings. And then, you know, the bats came out of nowhere, just hitting five home runs. Like, like what is that? You know, it's just like not real. It still hasn't sunk in yet, you know. Um, you guys were so, you guys were a small ball team up until like the fourth inning of the championship game, pretty much, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you know, just Kyle Johnson hit a homer, and then you know, Scatini hit one and, and had like an unreal bat flip, and it was like, all right, like you know, <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna win this thing. Like there, there's nobody that can beat us like the way we're playing. So I mean, we ended up going going up seven two, and and then the rest is history. You know, winning the MAC championship, it was just unreal, and then. So, you know, at that point, we're, we're, we're excited that we know we're going to a regional, you know, Fairfield, they, they had to sweat it out, hoping they got an at-large bid, but it, it felt good knowing we were just sitting pretty, you know, we had a bid. And, like, I remember me and my buddies were talking, you know, talking about, like, some of the, you know, regional sites we wanted to go to, like, you know, who, who knows if we'll ever be back in that situation. So, I mean, we wanted to go, you know, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, you know, one of the Power Five schools just because that would be a sick experience. Um, and then you look at at what NJIT got out of going to Fayetteville. So yeah, any of those. Exactly. Amazing. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I I remember just sitting there with all the guys on a selection Monday, just watching the show. And, you know, we saw NJIT get sent to Fayetteville. So we were like, all right, we're going to go someplace pretty cool. And then I remember seeing Louisiana tech regional come up and, you know, I just remember watching. I was like, "All right, they're not going to send us here." Like, you know, they're they're. Uh, it just what didn't cross my mind, and then all of a sudden, I just see Ryder up on the TV. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, Louisiana Tech. I mean, you know, at Louisiana Tech compared to the other schools, it doesn't sound as fun. But I mean, you know, when we got down there, it was just like it was unreal. You know, they they were calling their field the Love Shack and everything like that. Their fans were crazy. And, you know, so we got there. We actually flew down with NC State. You know, NC State had, had a heck of a run this year. You know, it was just fun watching those guys. Um, so, yeah, we go down there. And, you know, the fr- we play Louisiana Tech on Friday night. And, you know, we kind of ran into a buzzsaw a little bit. You know, it, it was their first, you know, time ever hosting a regional. Yep. And, you know, there was 3,000 fans there. And, and, and it felt like there was 10,000 fans on you. And, 
yeah, like I said, we just ran into a buzzsaw. And I, I feel like it, it was just one of those games where, you know, we were just like happy to be there. You know, we were just kind of taking it all in. We were kind of in awe of the atmosphere because, you know, I mean, being from Ryder, a small school in New Jersey, like none of us have played in an atmosphere or, or a game and, of their state. And in a COVID year, you didn't even get fans until the, the postseason, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, even in the MAC tournament, we were playing maybe in front of like 200, 300 fans. Yeah. And then you go from like 500 people total all year to all of a sudden, you know, 5,000 and it might exactly, as well be 20, Exactly. So, yeah, it was nuts, man. You know, you know, tip the cap to Louisiana Tech. They, they were heck of a hitting team. You know, they they put it on us. So, yeah, so getting get to Alabama, um, you know, we played them the next day. They, they had lost to NC State. Uh, before we played Louisiana Tech. So, I mean, you know, I, I just remember the night before, you know, just sitting in the hotel room, just watching all all the like the other regional games that were going on. And I was like, wow, like I'm really going to pitch in a regional tomorrow against, you know, one of the, one of the top SEC schools in the country. And I mean, I, I remember just thinking, you know, like I'm not going to back down from this. Like I've been waiting my whole life for this, you know, like I'm not going to be scared out there or anything like that. that. With, with you, I mean, the one the one thing that, I don't want to call it a knock. It just ha hadn't had the experience yet. But, you know, it was always like, all right, ridiculous numbers in high school. Oh, but it was at Riverside. It was a group one. Right. You know? all exactly. Right. Great freshman year. I was at JUCO. It was at, at, at Rowan Burlington. It was, you mm -hmm. know, a good, but a decent program. Right. And then, you know, but keep backing it up every year. And then Ryder, you know, be but it's a, but it's a max school. Like this was, I think for you, this was like, this is my moment now to just kind of, I don't say shut everybody up, but like, hey, look, this is now I'm doing the same thing on a, in the NCAA tournament against a, a P5, you know, an SEC team. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I I guess, you know, coming from small schools like that, you know, Riverside, you know, RCBC and Ryder, you know, I, I guess, you know, I kind of always just had like that chip on my shoulder, you know, I mean, I, I guess I never really got like the respect that I thought I, you know, I'd I deserved because I mean, you know, I was putting up good numbers, but I mean, I understood it because it was it, it was against like, you know, lower competition, I guess. So, I mean, you know, that, that was just my opportunity, you know, on a silver platter and, I, you know, just going out there. I, like I said, I wasn't going to back down. So, you know, just getting on that mound in the regional in that first inning, it was like, all right, like we're here you now. Let, let's do this. Let, let's show people, you know, what we're made of. And, you know, that game, it was just like I, I didn't even have my best stuff that day, to tell the truth. You know, I, I mean, I walked five guys. My strikeouts, you know, weren't as high as they normally are. I mean, that, that probably attributes, you know, Alabama being a great hitting team. You know, those guys, they had like three or four guys get picked in the high rounds. So, I mean, it, I, I was happy with, with how I pitched that day, you know, knowing that I didn't have my best stuff and I was able to compete with them. And, you know, I mean, it was just a battle. Like, I remember the fourth inning, it was like second and third, no outs. And, you know, we ended up getting out of it. Volpe made a great play, cutting down a runner at the plate. And then, you know, there was like a controversial interference call that ended up going our way. And, you know, eventually it ended up getting into the seventh and it, it was still 1-1. So it was like, all right, like, you know, we, we got a shot to win this game. And, you know, you know, it kind of just shocked the world, you know, knock off Alabama. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it, they – they um, got a couple hits late, you know, hit a big home run. And, you know, I mean, we lost 3-1. But just the fact that, you know, we, we were able to compete with a school of that caliber, you know, just shows that, you know, if we were to get back next year with our team, you know, like there's no reason why we can't win a regional.
Yeah, and 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 knowing you, you know, knowing you're still, I mean, yeah, it was a, so many positives out of that, but you're never been a moral victory kind of kind of guy. No. So how do you take that those lessons, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like this close to to beating a Power Five team in the biggest game of the year for you, mm -hmm. right? What? How do you guys as a team take that and then go into 2022 and know you're going to have a a conference with you know, Monmouth is going to be stacked and, and mm -hmm. Fairfield's going to be still really good. And, and Marist, you can't forget about them. Yeah. They're really good. Mm -hmm. you know, how do you take those lessons and, and go into 2022 and take the next step? I mean, you know, just taking that experience from being in a regional this year, you know, I mean, the, there, there's definitely a lot of great schools in the MAC. You know, the MAC is really on the map, especially, you know, getting two bids in the tournament this year. Yep. You know, Monmouth ha having the great pitching staff that they have and, you know, Maris, Canisius, you know, th there's a lot of good schools in the MAC. It's going to be really competitive. But, you know, I just feel like having that experience in, in those big games and, you know, knowing how to win and bringing most of those guys back, you know, I feel like that gives us like a huge advantage, you know, over the other teams because, you know, we've been there, you know, like we know what it feels like. And of course, like we're going to have a target on our back now, you know, because all these other teams, they want to go into regional too. And I mean, as, but that's fun. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, we go from being the hunter to the hunted. So, I mean, you know, we're going to have to get used to that. But, you know, I mean, it, I don't think it's anything we can't handle. You know, I feel like we have the guys back in order to, you know, make another run at, at the MAC championship. And, you know, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I just can't wait, man. So, so that, you know, great experience you know, chance for you to pitch on your biggest stage ever, right? We go into in the offseason on a, on a high note. You throw a lot of innings. Kind of the plan is to shut it down, rest it a little bit during the summer, come back in the fall. But but plans don't always happen 100% the way they think. So so let's let's uh, pick up, you know, late summer, you know, late July, and, and, you, and you get a call and, and, and tell us about your uh, experiences the rest of the summer. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we had our exit meetings when we came back, you know, from Ruston and, you know, I sat down with Coach Davis and Coach Petrowski and I was supposed to go down and play in the Valley League in Virginia. But, you know, throwing a lot of innings this year after not throwing last year, uh, you know, they advised me, you know, it'd probably be best, you know, shut the arm down for a little bit, you know, just hit the weight room, get bigger, stronger and just come back healthy in the fall. So, you know, I was cool with that. And then I ended up picking up a job. Um, at Ryder because the Trent Thunder were playing there. So I was doing like grounds crew and stuff over there. And then one day Petrowski, Coach Petrowski, you know, texted me and he said, uh, yeah, when you get back to the field, uh, just come talk to me. So I was like, all right. So I go back to the field and he's like, yeah, you know, I just got a call from the Cape. Like, would you want to go pitch down there? And, you know, it, it was just like I was not expecting it at all. I was not expecting him to say that. And I mean, I, I had just picked up my throwing about a week before that. So I was just starting to get back into the swing of things. Um, you know, but when he asked me that, like the first thing I said, I was like, yeah, like, when do I leave? So, like, I, you know, I've been wanting to pitch in the Cape my whole life. It's just, you know, that's where that's where America's best go and play. So I, I, of course, wanted to go up there. So, you know, I ended up going up two days later to play for the Bourne Braves. And when I got up there, they were like 14 and two. They were the best team in the Cape. So I was like, all right. So, you know, th this is actually happening. Like, this is legit. You know, I'm playing with some of the best guys in the country. So, um. Yeah, you know, just going up there, um, you know, just going to the first game, there was like probably 2,000, 2,500 people there for a summer league game, and that's just unreal, you know. And, you know, just sitting in the bullpen, 
Um, you know, kids are coming up, running up, you know, we're signing like 10 to 15 autographs tonight. So it's, it's literally, you know, living the life of a pro baseball player for the two, three weeks I was up there. And I mean, I, I, I built relationships with, with those players from like all those big schools from around the country, just being able to pick their brain, you know, trying to pick things up that they do in their, you know, daily routine that I can maybe incorporate. And, you know, I mean, just those three appearances I had out of relief, you know, I, I thought I did pretty well for, you know, not throwing for like a month before that, you know, I, I just, my goal was just to go up there and attack, 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 you know, it's wood bat league. So, I mean, you know, odds are, you know, I'm not going to get hit around if I hit my spots. So that, that was just my goal to just go up there and, you know, just shove. And especially with there being like 20 to 25 scouts at every game, like cross checkers, assistant GMs, you know, all, all those guys, I just wanted to show out and, you know, kind of just put myself on the radar a little bit more. So, so coming back from there, right. You get the chance to perform in front of the best, you know, scouts and, and, and big crowds every day. You know, obviously the goal is to get your name called at the end of June mm -hmm. next year. Um, where do you feel like, you know, based on how you're thrown and what you might have heard and things like that, what's the plan? What are your kind of what are your goals to to get to to make sure you're at that level? Um, mm -hmm. and where do you think you got to improve your game and what's what's sort of the plan now going into the fall to do that? Yeah, so, you know, going in the fall, you know, I've been hitting the weight room harder than ever. You know, I just want to put on some good weight, you know really strengthen out my core and legs even more so I can, you know, pick up a few miles an hour. And, you know, I, I've been trying to develop a changeup for like the last three, four years. And, you know, I, some days like a grip will feel good to me. Some days, you know, it, it, it won't. So I've been tinkering around with it. I've been really working hard, you know, just trying to get that third pitch down. Cause I feel like that, if I can get that third pitch down where, you know, I can throw it in any count, you know, lefties, righties, um, you know, kind of just command it wherever I want to. I feel like that could just take me to another level as a pitcher. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, with my fastball slider right now, I, it's like two plus pitches that I have, you know, I can, I can throw in any count to any hitter, you know, I'm hundred percent confident in those, but I feel like that third pitch, you know, as a starter, cause that's, you know, that's what I want to be at the next level, you know, and, unless I'm pulled otherwise, but I mean, I, I feel like if I can pick up that third pitch, it, it, it would be huge for me. And, you know, I mean, I'm just going to try and cut my walks down a little bit. I had a couple games this year, you know, where I, I didn't have my best command that I normally do. Um, so I, I really just want to, you know, attack more and, you know, just try and put myself in the best position, you know, to hear my name called in June. Um, I guess really that's sort of going to come after the, the season, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, What's it going to take to, you know, how do you go about going from your role? You know, you had Pete last year kind of filling that number one spot, you know, and, and he was the old, the old man, the, the wild yeah. guy on the staff. Definitely. You know, what, did you, what did you learn from him? You know, what is, how is that going to help you hopefully kind of take that same spot? You know, this year, obviously the Max playing a little bit different schedule with the, the three single games versus the, right. the double headers. But, you know, what would it mean to you to take that, you know, opening game Friday, you know, spot each weekend and, and, and how can you kind of develop as a leader that way? Right. No, I mean, yeah, you know, when I came in here, you know, Pete, Pete was the guy and, you know, you know, he was my throwing partner like every day. So, you know, I just, I remember just getting after it with him every day with the long toss, the flat grounds, and and just like, you know, just trying to pick his brain. Cause like you said, he was the vet of the team. You know, he, he had pitched in these big games uh, for Ryder. So like he, he's been there, done that. So, you know, 
And I mean, Pete is a worker, man. Like I, I've really never seen anybody work harder than him, you know, in terms of like, you know, his routine, how he goes about his stuff, you know, like he, he has a routine and he just sticks to it, man. Like no matter what, like whether it's his weighted balls, his bands, you know, his, his working out, you know, so it was good to be able to, you know, watch him for, you know, 2020 and 2021 kind of just see what he does, you know, as the ace of the staff. And I mean, you know, I, I mean, at Riverside and RCBC, like, I was the ace of the staff. So, like, I, I've been an ace before. You know, I've pitched in those big games. You know, I've gone toe-to-toe with, you know, the other team's number ones. So, I mean, I, I, I think it's something I'm ready for, you know, definitely. And, you know, just pitching in big games now here at Ryder, I, I feel like, you know, I have what it takes to be able to take the ball, you know, every Friday against the team's number one and just, you know, give our, ourselves a chance to win every week for sure. Absolutely. Here with Frank Doling, uh, outstanding pitcher at Ryder. Um, Coach Petrowski, you've, you've, you know, of all the people at Ryder, that's probably the guy you've been with the longest, obviously, because yeah. you go back a year before Ryder with him. Mm-hmm. What's he meant to you career wise, coach wise, you know, uh, uh, your development? Yeah, I mean, he's been a lot to me, man. You know, ever, ever since I stepped foot on campus at RCBC, you know, I mean, it was my first year there, you know, as, as a freshman. And, you know, he just took the job there. So, I mean, it, it was both our, like, first experiences, you know, with, you know, him coaching and me playing college baseball. And, I mean, you know, he went to Ryder. And, you know, I mean, he he just knows, like, the art of pitching. Like, he knows, you know, what a pitcher has to do to be successful. And, you know, I bought in the whole all his, like, philosophies, you know, getting the off speed over for strikes early. He really preaches that, you know, being able to spot up your fastball on both sides of the plate and, you know, just attacking, like, you know, being aggressive, being being that guy on the mound, you know, that's going to dictate how your team does, you know. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I had a great year at RCBC that year. I mean, and, you know, he ended up taking the pitching coach job at Ryder. And so, like, my original plan was to go back to RCBC, you know, hopefully try and try and improve off the good year I had my freshman year and, you know, try and get drafted, you know, my sophomore year. And, you know, when he took the pitching coach job at Ryder, you know, I was I, I was really happy for him. But, I mean, I, I was kind of sad because, like, you know, damn, like, I just got comfortable with this guy. You know, I just had, you know, one of my best seasons ever. So, you know, it's going to be another new coach. And then he ended up giving me a call to come to Ryder. And, you know, I went on a visit. And, you know, it, it just felt perfect, like, you know, being comfortable with him as my pitching coach, you know, just being close to home, playing with all those guys in South Jer- from South Jersey and the New Jersey area. Um, you know, it, it's been great. And, you know, just being under him, you know, for the last three years of my college career, I, I can really see like myself growing as a pitcher, you know, year after year after year, you know, just working on the things I have to work on and, you know. Like this year, he, he's preaching us, you know, again, he wants to be more physical, like as, as a pitching staff. So, you know, we've been hitting the weight room, you know, getting our throwing in. And I mean, I, you know, he, he busts his butt, you know, as a pitching coach every day. And I mean, I, I just want, you know, to succeed for him because, I mean, he, he demands the best out of us. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to give him for sure. He's meant a lot to me. How have you grown as a pitcher from those early, you know, early college days? Because he said that uh, one of the things that, that, I, I think he was on you at maybe it was the Siena game later, later in the year. And you kind of shoved back a little bit. Yeah. You know, guys like, all right, he's, he's kind of turned that last corner there, but uh, you know, in, in your mind, how have you grown, you know, to get ready for, for pitching at the next level? Mm, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's a competitor himself, you know, as a pitching coach, yeah. you know, he, he's going to try and, 
he's going to try and do anything he can, you know, to win at all costs. And I, I love that about him because, you know, I'm a competitor myself, you know, when I'm on the mound, you know, I try and stay stoic, you know, make sure, you know, I'm not really showing any emotion out there. Um, but like, you know, I mean, if, if I get out of like a tough jam or something, get like a big strikeout, like I'm going to show that emotion, like I'm going to yell, like I'm going to be like, let's go and stuff like that, you know, and he, he's the same way. So it, it's just great, you know, just feeding off that competitive energy with him. You know, I feel like it's like a perfect match. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, just being like together for like three years, there's going to be times where you don't see eye to eye, you know, with your coach or, or with your player or anyone or anybody, but you know um yeah so he, he's just meant a lot to me to say the least man definitely we gotta we gotta finish with a little bit of jen's talk obviously definitely. um you, you might have seen we, we we did a little bit of winning this year oh um, yeah definitely congratulations so you, thank you your your year your summer with the jen's what is it what do you look back on at that time um and and just kind of look at it as a, as a fun summer and 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 how you kind of grew you know, player wise. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, playing with the generals that year was great. You know, we had a great team, you know, Dan Frake, you know, I, I was playing with him since travel ball when I was younger. So he was like one of my, one of my close friends, you know, Frank Del Gercio and Colin Iser, you know, being the, the fellow rider Bronx on the team, you know, just like meeting all those guys and just playing baseball with them, you know, it was just a great summer, you know, I, I felt like we had a great team that year. Uh, you know, Allentown also had a great team. You know, they took us down in the semifinals. But, I mean, you know, playing that summer uh, with the Generals was just awesome, man. I have nothing but good things to say. Yeah, you and Dan were the uh, the, the dominant one-two combo for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually just talking to him, you know, a few days ago about that. And I was like, yeah, man, like, I, I remember the strikeout record was like 47. And, you know, I had broken it by two. And I was like, dude, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm still like 40 strikeouts behind you. Like, you're right. He broke it by 40. Yeah. Yeah. It was unreal, man. You know, so, I mean, I, I was just happy for him, you know, you know, just being able to shatter that record and, you know, just being able to be like one of the best one, two punches, I guess, to say that, you know, the gens have ever had. For sure, for sure. So, again, Frank Doling, thank you for, for taking the, the time here out of your day. Uh, we are super excited to see what you get done here at Ryder this year. I know we will be out there. Not sure whether it's the inner squads or Mercer or certainly sometime around the end of September. But uh, best of luck, of course, and uh, we are certainly always pulling for you. Yeah, thanks, Olsh. You know, again, thanks for having me on here. And, you know, I can't wait to see what next year holds, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Certainly is. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week on, uh, on the Jersey Baseball Show.